0: Grab a six-pack, sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Gasser's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a 6 tracks sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Gasser's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a 6 tracks sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Gasser's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a 6 tracks sit back, to prepare to laugh. It's Joe Gasser's podcast, podcast.
1: Sit back to the back to the back of the six facts, sit back to the
0: back to the back of the six facts, sit back to the back of the back of the six facts, sit back to the back to the back of the River Six Packs, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dash Nerds Podcast, 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 Podcast. six facts, sit back to prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dash Earth's podcast podcast podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tyler and joining me. I'll throw my name there. That was really weird. And joining me. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: I am doing fantastic, Tyler. And I must admit, it's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week, and it's also been a fast hell of a week, if you can actually process that for a moment there, Oh, man. I've gone through a lot of stuff in terms of cleaning because I've been trying to organize my room to try to better, like, uh, display a lot of my gaming stuff. I mean, I post a lot of pictures on Facebook and Instagram because it's like, I have so much fucking gaming stuff from my retro (laughs) stuff that it's it's just ridiculous. I did a count of, like, how many games I actually had physically through my collection. Now, granted, listeners at home or wherever the hell you're listening to our podcast... I literally have been collecting games since I was about 13 years old and I am nearing 30 and I have almost 400 games in physical form. (laughs) I
0: I just, I just counted mine while you were talking. I had 12 (laughs) physical copy physical games. One of these
1: things is not like the other. Anyway, but, uh, the point being is I have this little rack that I've been using in my closet to try to display things. And, uh, well, I was just basically using just to set up a bunch of random shit, so I took a lot of the gaming consoles that I had inside of a storage bin. I basically dusted off a lot of stuff because, you know, how industrial mold likes to get on, like, specific things if nothing's ventilated out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to try to avoid that with my gaming stuff, so I got a lot of my systems on this rack right in front of me at the time, at the moment. So, I got, like, my GameCube. I got two GameCubes here. I got, like, two 64s. I got, got like, a a Sega Genesis, an NES, PS2, and my Super Nintendo. Yeah. So, basically... Basically, I have all my favorite systems that are, like, right front and center. But uh, what I'm planning on doing is I'm probably going to maybe invest inside of a CRT and all of this stuff, but... uh, Mm -hmm. But anyway, other than that, though, my week has been progressively, well, it's actually been progressively busy and stuff, not only just cleaning, but I actually had a chance to get out of work early because I finished, my team and I finished our work quotas for the week, and basically we got out around, God, around noon on Friday, which that's just amazing in and of itself. Oh, granted, I only, like, missing, what, one or two hours off the paycheck, that's about it because uh here's a funny story it's like my like one of my other co-workers and i a couple of fridays ago we were the only two employees who were actually working the production lines with uh one of the supervisors staying until like about three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> everyone else left and it's like hey now you guys just have like six less hours in your paycheck and i only have like maybe i don't know two three missing <laughs> huh. uh-huh. yeah yeah i know exactly but uh man how have you been tyler
0: oh man i'm doing okay i uh i I to want to be here a little bit i got friday off of work there I, you go uh, yeah i was going in early staying late all week so i'm like eh, i already got my hours i'm gonna stay home can't yeah, do overtime anyways so i was like i just had, had to use a couple hours of pto cover it but I'm not, I'm not coming in on friday for two hours so uh yeah but doing okay uh uh doctor who is a woman now internet's pissed all's right in the world I guess or everything's normal i guess I should I'm say.
1: actually fairly excited where what type of direction they'll go with it
0: yeah we got a we got a new um showrunner and, and a new doctor and possibly a new uh, uh um, partner i guess uh so a companion uh so it should be pretty exciting next season um
1: that still, yeah. that still makes me want to just, like, go forth and finish up the Capaldi stuff since I only <sighs> only had, like, a few, I only watched a few episodes with the whole, like, uh, thing with uh, his companion at the time, Clara, and then all of a sudden I oh stopped watching because I couldn't, like, record, like, a lot of my <sighs> DVR stuff because, uh, funny enough, a couple of years ago, it's like, my dad decided to get direct TV, not direct, but, like, freaking Dish TV and I could not record anything without recording over everybody else's, you know, watching stuff, which, yeah, yeah. that was fun. But yeah, I think
0: I think it's all on Hulu or Amazon. One of them has it. It's
1: I think it's on like probably get
0: a free month. And maybe it's on it.
1: like multiple, but I think it's uh, on Netflix currently.
0: No, no, Netflix doesn't have it anymore. Really? So yeah, they went to one of the other ones. Ah, oh, bless. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, but it's on one of those. I know that I've seen them on there. But yeah, the quality Capaldi stuff. is really good. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the writing has been great. This season was excellent, though. I think season was it ten we just finished up. Ah, uh-huh. was I think season ten we just finished up uh, the, a couple months ago, or last, or actually earlier this month. Um, so that was really good. But yeah, no, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, oh, for people that may not know this, uh, as of uh, Saturday night we're recording, late Friday night, it's like eleven something at night. I'm like just hopping on, just scrolling through Twitter, laying in bed, you know, waiting to fall asleep. And I see uh, SNES Classics are up for pre-order on, on Walmart. <laughs> uh, those uh-huh. things were gone within about six, seven minutes of uh, that post being up on Twitter. Um, oh, my but God. They, Just so randomly, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was like, yeah, loving something Central Time. They, they, they popped up. Uh, so they're coming. So keep an eye out, people, <laughs> if you're interested in one of those. I do have... Uh, um something cool though yeah i pre-ordered two of them you did yes i did one for justin and one for gables you did yes holy
1: shit tyler
0: yes so as long as they're not canceled you guys got one because i got my i got the super famicom oh, coming from the uk fuck,
1: dude that's that's fucking awesome
0: yeah i got very lucky uh i, I pre-ordered the one i'm like I'm gonna go in there and see if I can pre-order a second one, and they they both say they're good. They both say they're processing. So awesome. Uh, yeah. So got those coming. So I got three of them now. Uh, so pre-ordered. Uh, but I, yeah, I got the Famicom, which is actually I think looks cooler. So I'm keep I'm keeping that one. Um, if yeah, as long as they don't get canceled. But yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I, was, I think that's you know, so they're out there now. So are not they're, they're not out there yet, but they are. They're popping up, so if you're interested in one of those things, keep an eye on Twitter. Recommend you follow some, um, yeah, like Amiibo News or like uh, Cheap Ass Gaming or some sort of Nintendo, uh, um, Twitter account. And they'll do really, they're really good at posting whatever it's, it's like, Amiibos or like hardest to find stuff, um, is available on, on websites. So uh, I've gotten pretty lucky a bunch of times with stuff like that. Uh, Cheap Ass Gamers is another good one on Twitter. Uh, they'd say whenever it was a good deal or flash oh, sales. Yeah, they, on. they definitely have um, a lot of good
1: deals on Cheap Ass Gamer and stuff because that's that's how some of my deals actually went down, going forth and, like, reading D's, like, a little uh, blurbs of what he has, like, for, say, random flash sales from here or there and stuff. That's It's a great site to go on if you want to try to look at, say, for Black Friday, you want to catch some of the great deals or something going on there, go to com and it's, like, it's probably one of the best sources you're going to find for those type of deals. Yeah.
0: But if you want, like, up-to-the-minute stuff, that's a good place, uh, especially when, yeah, like I said, Amiibo and stuff like that pop up to pre-order. Um, Switches, whatever. Uh, I had a, I unfollowed them on Twitter just because I, I was spending way too much money because of their shit they post. Like, oh, eight eight bucks? Okay, oh, I'll buy that. I buy it. I'm like, why the fuck did I buy that? That was stupid. Um, I have a problem with that. But anyways, uh, this is a, a video game podcast where we talk about video games, and we're going to do that now. We're going to jump into what we've been playing. So, uh, Gables, I'm going to let you go first.
1: All right. I've been playing a couple of different things for... uh, (laughs) I've been playing a couple of different things on Nintendo Switch, obviously. And one of them happened to be Puyo Puyo Tetris. A little bit of continuation from last week. Oh, there wasn't like, say, 50 levels in all. There was actually more like 61, 62 levels in all. I decided to go forth and see if I could finish up the rest of the story stuff and yeah yeah i actually managed to play through the different modes and stuff in the story and i gotta admit man it's it, it was fairly challenging getting through the last portions of that game i mean obviously during the last podcast i had i expressed a little bit more like the the ai and stuff when it came to specific parts of the story mode because sometimes the difficulty can spike up a bit especially if you're playing like random like uh, against random ai characters like, there was this character I remember, like, last Sunday beating, it was called Echo or some, some sort of, like, cosmic being or some, or some crap. I don't know, I, I just, throughout my entire playthrough, I just really put the story on the back burner and just started heading into, like, uh, playing the actual meat and potatoes of the game itself. But uh, this character, oh my god, this character kept pissing me off because it's like, I... Am already like not too strong doing a bunch of like say uh puyo puyo stuff the 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 things like that but uh yeah i was literally stuck on that one puzzle for like at least a good hour and a half because it's because it wasn't necessarily like me like not being able to get like certain things at a specific point or something it's more or less how the ai could deduce Like set up like certain chains here and there and stuff in order to try to overwhelm me with different types of junk (laughs) going into my (laughs) side of the board. Because that's how these games are like that's how these games are set up. It's basically you have a board, your opponent has a board, it's side by side, you can see how your opponent's doing. And obviously you can scout like say if they're going to build up a specific, like three or four different lines or something like that that they could like potentially clear off like and send you a whole bunch of junk stuff so in the case for that it literally took me an hour and a half just go through and clear this puzzle and when i did it i actually like uh, did it by luck as oh boy i managed to clear off like a couple dozen lines in the span of like two or three different moves and that ended up like overwhelming his board to the extent where he basically could not continue. <laughs> but that's basically one of the low points that I had with going through Puyo Puyo Tetris, you know. Because the story mode in and of itself, like I said, a little bit of a throwaway. But at the same time, the gameplay is really solid. And the difficulty, yeah, it can range between being alright to maybe a little bit more higher in difficulty and... Like, especially if you're going towards the later half of this game because, for one, it all depends upon how familiar you are by playing games like, say, this game banks very heavily of you even remotely playing a little bit of Tetris or a little bit of Puyo Puyo before. Because if you're trying to learn both at the same time and stuff, you're probably going to feel a little bit overwhelmed at first because they're two radically different types of puzzle games. Tetris, you're more or less lining up like geometric shapes inside of a line in order to clear the line of course you can clear two lines at a time or say three or even like a clear a tetris line which is like four filled in lines in a row so whenever you do that you fill a bunch of the stuff that you clear off and it adds that junk stuff that you just cleared off goes to your opponent's side of the board to where if you are going to say if you're playing the tetris mode By doing that, filling up a whole bunch of junk on his side of the board with Ted like Terminine like Terminos or something like that, they're called they call it in this game. All that to the extent to where they can't continue on and stuff. Yeah, that's that's basically one type of the puzzle game. But the other is Puyo Puyo, which is like basically these little jelly creatures that are in different colors, ranging from red purple, green, yellow, blue, there's like about four or five different types of colored Puyo Puyos. And how you basically play those is they come in little bunches of two, and they usually come inside like uh, different colors and stuff. So sometimes you'll have two blue ones, sometimes you'll have like maybe a blue and a red one, so, what you do is you organize them to an extent where you you basically have them in different types of color columns. You can organize them either horizontally or vertically, kind of like how you can with Tetris pieces. But the thing about it is you can set them up differently to where like different pieces of the Puyos will actually drop off to other pieces of Puyos when you complete like specific lines so basically you can set up a whole con like a whole complex chain of like uh puyo puyo clears if uh say you organize about three or four of them in a row in combination with other colors so it gets really frantic really crazy when you say you clear up about seven or eight different types of puyos at once (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh my overall experience with the game having cleared off the final like portions of the mode is i think I thought my experience playing through the like the story mode of Puyo Puyo Tetris was rather fulfilling. I had I have not even touched the arcade. Like uh, there are like, I kid you not, eight different arcade modes for Puyo Puyo Tetris. So if I wanted to, I can go ahead and probably play a little bit more because each arcade modes is. Like specifically taken from the different types of modes you play inside of the story mode, so you basically got classic, you got this specific type of uh, mode where it's basically it's basically like you're trying to complete these different Tetris sort of uh, oh these certain like Tetris sort of like clears at the same time to where like you're putting a random like uh, geometric tur- like Tetris shape into a line of four and stuff, and try to take away the blocks and stuff, try to do as fast as you can and stuff. But then there's, like, another, like, arcade mode that specifies in both playing Tetris and Puyo Puyo at the same time to where both the blocks and the geometric shapes are all inside one board. And I gotta gotta tell you something. It's like, when I played that mode for the first time, the story mode, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 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 Because you basically have... Specific modes in the game where you can switch off boards between a Puyo Puyo board and a Tetris board, so you're not getting confused. But now you have a fusion mode where it's basically you fuse both puzzle pieces, like both puzzles and Puyos together, and it's and it's it gets really confusing and frantic because you're trying to clear both kind of pieces, but then all of a sudden these little puzzle pieces, these uh, Tetris pieces, are turning into Puyo Puyos randomly or blinking or whatever the hell, and it's. It it was kind of confusing, though, but I ended up, like, figuring out that when I go ahead and try to clear, like, different types of line, I have to focus on doing the either one or the other in order to try to clear off and fill off my opponent's board. Which, to my credit, I did, like, in about four or five tries of the final opponent, but, nice. but uh, I personally do not know how long I spent with that story mode. I'll probably check my Switch in a little bit when it comes to the actual time, but I played that. I played a little... I actually played like around, I would say, about an hour and a half of The King of Fighters 98, which that's also a downloadable that you can get on the Switch, along with other types of random assortments of Neo Geo classic games on the Switch and on PS4 and Xbox One. Probably PC as well, because hell, what's not on PC nowadays? Zelda. Um, Well, other than first-party Nintendo (laughs) games, (laughs) but my point being is King of Fighters '98 is modeled after the Neo Geo classic. It's a fighting game. It is, it is a fighting game upon a prestigious fighting franchise in King of Fighters that has uh, originated since I believe 1994. But uh, yeah, in this game and stuff, it you can actually play the original Japanese port, which it has its own Japanese like, uh, you know, has the whole like Japanese like uh, frames, all the different types of screens, all the different types of things that they didn't censor inside those games. It's actually really cool just to go forth and play the game inside the dubbed English version. That Are you was... telling
0: me there's tentacle porn in this game?
1: No. Oh fuck! All right, I'm out. Good. Oh yeah, but anyway, I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just listening to like uh <laughs> I was listening to my dad just yell at the freaking TV screen upstairs because he's watching a fucking baseball game again. But uh <laughs> but anyway, inside this fighting game, it can get rather frantic too. But that's because when SNK developed some of their fighting games, they intentionally made them to be like like quarter spenders pretty much. Oh yeah. So, yeah. intentionally they put in specific types of difficulty spikes towards the end of the games in order for the player to put more quarters inside the machine. Man, that's more than apparent when you face off against <laughs> that game's final boss. And oh my god, it's typical fighting game final bosses to where it is brutally hard even if you try to switch it on say the easiest difficulty. Which I'll be perfectly frank and honest with you, it's it's like If I'm playing a fighting game and I know it's going to be harder than the norm, I'm going to dumb down the difficulty so I can enjoy the experience. In comes the final boss for King of Fighters 98. (laughs) To where it's like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm trying to block. It's like, oh my god, he's fucking taking out a quarter of my health with one shot. What the fuck? (laughs) That's basically me playing King of Fighters 98 in a nutshell. But, I managed to beat that game. Nice. So, my grand total for this year, when it comes to games I've actually beaten... Now, granted, I've been only playing games that have been released this year on, like, say, the PS4 and the Switch. I mean, granted, granted, you know, like, uh, King of Fighters 98's a retro game, but it came on the Switch this year. So, I consider it, like, a game released this year that I've beaten... But obviously, when it comes to the whole Game of the Year stuff, which we'll do later, that's not going to be included. Better not. (laughs) It's not going to be included. I mean, come on. I basically played like a specific run-through. It's kind of like how I Am Bread is probably not going to be on the damn list because I had a frustrating time playing it. (laughs) But uh, there is one other game I have played this week. During Wednesday, I basically had pretty much only a couple of things I... Wanted to try to finish up on the Switch. That being King of Fighters 98. Or playing around a little bit with Puyo Puyo Tetris. So when around halfway through this past week came. I basically was trying to find things to play. And I was looking towards my backlog. And there has been a game I've had on my shelf since around April. That I wanted to open up. And I wanted to go through and put in my PS4. That game being Persona 5. Now... The thing about Persona games, much like other games inside of that whole Simigami Tensai franchise, once you play those games, it takes a long time in order to finish them. And I'm not talking about like 100% completion. No, 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 no. I'm talking about actually going through and playing the entirety of the game from start to finish without maybe doing too many side missions or whatsoever. Now, let, let me flash you back, like, just for a quick quick moment. PlayStation Vita version of Persona 4 Golden. My first playthrough. I did not complete all the side missions. I did not complete, like, all the uh, random, like, confidant, like, branch off stuff. You know, for uh, developing a lot of the different character relationships and stuff. It took me still over 100 hours in order to beat that game. <laughs> That's it?
0: Yes. Justin plays that much Zelda in a day. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. He does. The fuck is weird.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once by the end of the year or something, that's probably going to be like, Justin at a thousand hours playing through Zelda Breath of the Wild trying to get all the Korok seeds.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's probably playing it literally right now as we're recording this. And also, as he's listening to it, he's probably still playing the game.
1: So, Pretty much so. Yeah. But, the here is Persona 5. So let's see persona five i love the artistic style of this game from the opening intro you're treated to a great eye-popping cinematic of the whole like uh the crew you know going through like the by going through like different types of introductions and this and that you know how a intro is supposed to be for a video game but uh What's really stylish is a lot of the overlays for the menus, a lot of the different types of uh, comic book feel in terms of the random the cutscenes that cut in and out and stuff. The other thing about this game that people will probably find out or probably have already found out by playing it is Atlas does not want anybody to try to share different types of gameplay or different types of spots from this game online. So randomly, if you're playing the game on PS4, you'll get little notifications saying, "Oh, okay, game recording thing has been stopped because Atlas has blocked this or blocked that." It's like, okay, okay, no big deal. I'm not going to stream this game. But uh, from playing around, I'm pretty close to around four hours in, so not bad. I have done with it. Don't even get me started. But uh... <laughs> so basically, I've played of just a teardrop in the in the barrel of this game so far, and I I have loved the introduction to this. So it starts off where you're this kid that transfers from another town. Basically, you have a criminal record, and you're trying to you're staying at this. Dude's, like, cafe, pretty much. You're, you're basically, your parents were, like, uh, friends with the owner of this cafe and you're staying at this dude's, like, cafe and stuff like that. You know, st- like, sleeping in his extra room and, like, this and that and stuff. But you've transferred to schools, you know, from schools, too. So you basically got to go through a balanced school life while balancing different types of uh, paranormal stuff that happens. Between like the happening of like, it, it's it just gets rather complicated rather quick, but uh, I will. It's like s- a really
0: long episode of that So Raven, basically, right?
1: No. Oh, Okay. <laughs> that's So Raven. Oh I'm my god, Raven, Raven Simone. No, that's honestly the feel of it. If I were to compare TV wise, it's definitely a mix between, say, kind of a high school drama mixed in with say Twin Peaks style of weirdness. And on top so, of that, it has little bits of, uh, oh gosh, not like a monster movie or something like that, but it has little, it has like little aspects of, oh gosh, what's supernatural? A, it actually kind of has some bits of that, to be perfectly honest with you.
0: So, Twin Peaks, Saved by the Bell, Supernatural, combining the one thing, got it.
1: Oh, quite, yeah, quintessentially, yeah. Sweet. But, uh, so basically the gameplay about it is a turn-based RPG. Now this turn-based RPG is not that uh, bad to be perfectly honest with you. It's not too different from certain other games from the previous titles. The only thing that's different about this one is it adds different types of elements from past Persona games. In the original Persona you were able to talk with shadows or like de- like random demons or something like that in order to get like specific things from them like say items or this or that, you know. In this game you can actually do that too. It's called Wild Talk. So what Wild Talk <laughs> I know, right?
0: I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. Go ahead, just keep going.
1: I know, I know, I know, I know. It's it was actually kinda of funny when I like I read that too. It's like really basically if I'm talking in the middle of a battle, it's fucking wild talk. Because I it's know, like something Pam. different. But um I have not used this feature yet inside the battles and stuff, but I'm able to use rent c- I'm able to use regular attacks I'm able to change up the strategies of what I want to attack my opponents and stuff I can analyze like specific like enemies and stuff in order to see what they're weak or strong against but I can also use uh, weapons I could I can actually use like random guns and stuff like that. So for this, it actually has, like, a an option where you can hold up and aim a gun and then just, like, uh, switch between your opponents and, like, use ammunition, you know? Like, how much, like, bullets you have inside of a gun, you can actually use it to where, like, uh, you can empty, like, maybe two bullets inside one opponent and then switch to the other and just use, like, maybe three on the other. It's kind of weird that way for some reason. But uh, you can also use Persona skills, which... It depends upon what persona that you have equipped on. But they basically have... They're basically your magic, to be perfectly honest with you. They can either do specific types of attacks, like element-based attacks, like fire, wind, electricity, maybe like holy or even dark attacks and stuff. So, overall, it's like I am really early on in this game... But what I've played so far has really hooked it's really hooked me in, and I want to learn more about this story. It's like the complete opposite of my interest from playing and beating like Puyo Puyo Tetris, the story mode from that, which is basically kid friendly and like kind of dull and it's kind of like not so interesting, and all of a sudden you go from that onto the Persona 5 where it's like, oh wow, this is really edgy. Well, it's not just edgy. There's like really random dark things. There's like talks of like, uh, of like, it's uh, like random adult themes and this and that. Then all of a sudden, the aesthetics of like how the game looks through menus and cutscenes and stuff looks really fantastic. And then there's like the story is really fantastic as well so far. And it builds up and it makes you want to uh, just play more of it and stuff. So, basically, I'm probably like a few short steps away from spending like a fucking five or ten hour binge of this damn thing. (laughs) But, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing for this week.
0: Oh, very cool, man. Glad you're uh, finally hopping into uh, Persona.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I've been playing a couple games this week. Um, I did pick up... I've been talking to Justin for like a month now. He's been going through Metal Gear Solid 4. uh, And he's been talking to me about his progress... And got me Jones in play it again, so I picked it up. I played the first couple hours of that, but I'm not going to really talk about that. Uh, maybe when I play more of it. But uh, the two big ones that I played this week uh, played the Destiny 2 beta and uh, picked up Splatoon 2. I'm going to start with Destiny 2. Uh, that should be faster. Uh, so I, it, there's three things you can do in it. You start off. Everybody's got to use. There's a an initial cutscene, uh, and then you play the first uh, mission of the game called Homecoming. It was shown in the uh, like Destiny Two reveal back yes. in uh, May, and so you just play through that. Uh, it's probably 15, 20 minutes or so that mission is, depending on how good you are at it. Uh, I just played single player with that. I don't know if it, I don't know if you can choose. Um, uh, yeah, I guess you could probably do three player with that. Um, but anyways, play through that. You play against the Cabal, uh, Cabal, Cabal, whatever. Anyways, you play. You they, they attacked Crucible, uh, which is like the main hub from the first game. And they're going after the uh, the traveler, the egg moon-looking thing. Yes. And uh, so you play through that first part, and you you get introduced to the bad guy, the main protagonist or antagonist of the game. And so, as the gameplay parts of it feels pretty good. It looks a lot nicer than the original Destiny does. Uh, right. Maybe it, maybe it might look better because the pro. I'm not really sure. Uh, they didn't really say anything about uh, what the pro does. All we know is it doesn't give you 60 frames per second. Uh-huh. Um, but I imagine there might be some upgrade from that but it looks good uh, gameplay wise it feels fine uh, but it does have a lot of the things from the first Destiny uh, that I think a lot of people were kind of uh, bored of where it, like just a lot of uh, guard this spot for a few minutes, kill this wave of enemies um, here's, a, here's a spot where like you gotta protect the, your uh, little light guy, I don't know what the fuck they call him uh, oh. your, Peter, your, your Peter Dinklage guy um, Gotta protect May the dinklebots rest uh, Peter, <laughs> Dinkle, Yeah, rest in peace, Dinklebot. Um We hardly knew ye. But um yeah, I mean, I feel. I mean, I think. I think if you like to play the Destiny, the gameplay portions of it, you're probably gonna love this too. It feels just like a lot like Destiny. They gave you some new powers. I'm definitely gonna miss uh, my throwing star, which I don't think, or my, my not my throwing knife, which I don't think is in this one. I. I <laughs> Um, I didn't see it anyways uh, which was like my favorite thing to do was kill an enemy with throwing a knife um, and but I'm gonna uh, you know playing yelling supercharged char- super every time I use my supercharged attack I'm, I'm really excited about that I did that playing by myself which is like maybe one of the saddest things I've ever done uh,
1: supercharged <laughs> supercharged <laughs>
0: But it happened, I did it and I'm, I'm not proud of it, but god damn it It's fun to do
1: You just hear your folks like outside the door It's like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like what the
0: fuck is wrong with that kid? Uh, where did we go wrong? Uh, I, I tell you guys, next, if you play Destiny or Destiny 2 or Whatever, I don't care if by yourself or Friends, when you do your supercharge attack Just yell like that, like Charmander Super char- <laughs> you'll, you'll, it's it's adorable. You'll love it. You're, you're, you'll feel better about it. Uh, not later, but initially at that moment, <laughs> you're gonna feel good about it. Um,
1: I would laugh my ass off if somebody did that in public when <laughs> they're playing it at an event or something. Playing like Destiny Two it was like Superchar
0: Yeah, there's like like an esports and like the, the championship and the supercharged wins. <laughs> See, I, I'll be, be my proudest moment right there. Uh, but yeah, no, it it feels fine. I, I I'm not picking this up day one. Uh, unless Gable's does, which I don't think Gable is.
1: Uh-huh. So <laughs> there would have to be a lot of things that fall into place for me to do that. <laughs> Winning the lottery, quitting your job. I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I definitely want to play destiny two Sometime down the line. I feel like that that could be like a fun uh, game to do like dead zone sometime next year, whatever. Uh, Cause it is fun playing with friends. Uh, but yeah, I mean, feels fine. There is a strike you can do with three people, uh, two other people. And then there is the uh, online uh, crucible stuff, the competitive multiplayer. So if you're interested in that, there is that. I didn't check any of that shit out, Uh, but the yeah, first mission seemed fine, seemed fun. Uh, I did like the oh, I did like the fact there is definitely a lot more emphasis on the story. Nathan Fillion's there, which is always great. Um, I I liked him in Taken King. Uh, He's probably my favorite part about the first Destiny game, Uh, as far as story goes, because he really was the only story in that game. Uh, but I'm glad they're expanding upon that and they're adding some, some kind of some goofiness to it and, uh, you know, actually digging, like the first game, I beat the entire game. I had no idea who the the main antagonist was or if there was an antagonist and I know already after the first mission who the the bad guy is. So that's a big improvement, um, story wise. (laughs) So you know where the enemy is, right? Yeah. I know who I am supposed to hate. So that's good. Um, the other thing I played, Splatoon 2, uh, came out, uh, just yesterday, um, played probably six, seven hours of that so far. Yeah. Uh, i done, I've done maybe 20, 25% of the main story mode. Uh, I think there's like 30 levels. and I think I'm done probably eight or nine. So, uh, just a couple hours worth. I don't think it's very long. I like most of the missions are like six to eight minutes, depending on how well you do. Um, but the all that seems pretty fun. I mean, the, the only thing that sucks is I'm still, like, I'm about a th- almost a third of the way through. And I'm still, like, doing some tutorial stuff. Like, they're still adding elements to it uh, at this point in, 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 the, in the main campaign. But uh, some of the stuff I do like um, they've done, though, the, one of the big things they did... And it's like a sunset overdrive type element, yeah. Where like you have like uh, basically like, you are grinding, which they had in the first one, like the, the rails you can go down. But you just kind of turn to a squid and like just it was kind of like a like a almost like a fast travel kind of thing where you just huh. like quickly got to the other side of the map. And it was in the first game. But now you can actually shoot. You can kind of like, grind on like your skateboarding and you can shoot, which is really awesome. I that grind was actually and
1: shoot. That sounds pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't think any of the multiplayer maps use it. I at least haven't seen any yet. Uh, um, which is kind of a bummer. But at least so far in the couple missions i played with it in there, uh, it's pretty fun. Feels pretty good. It's like, like, kind of like like out Pro Scare, but now you got a gun, which is pretty fun. Uh, I do like some of the new weapons. Like the Duelies is pretty good. Uh, I tried that out for a little bit on the uh, multiplayer. I did a lot of 4. I think I'm like level 7, I want to say. Um, and using the dualies feels pretty good. It's basically like the dual RPG... um, Not RPG. uh, uh, SMG? Yeah, SMG. Like an SMG, Yeah. So, like, you do will in those. The only thing that sucks, though, is I have more fun using that because you're a little little faster. You shoot a little more rapidly. And they have a cool, like, you can kind of, like, do, like, a a roll when you're using it. But uh, I noticed that I... Overall, I'm worse in the game, and my I, I didn't win a single. I played like five games with that, <laughs> and I didn't win a single game using that, and I, I got way less uh, points. So I went back to the splatter shot, which is like the gun they give you at the beginning, and I am doing a lot better, scoring a lot more points, and we win most of the time. So um, it's kind of a bummer, but you know, play to win. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. The the online, it's more it's more Splatoon, uh which Splatoon's awesome. So. Good to have more. Um, it's kind of cool because I'm actually doing really good online. Surprisingly, I figured uh, I did really well in the first platoon game. at first, uh, the first like couple weeks, I was like always like one or two on the leaderboards and winning most of the games. And yeah. I came, took a break, came back a couple months later, and I remember like we were getting destroyed, like we couldn't even get out of the spawn. People were just killing, kicking our asses. Um, so it could be one of those elements where a lot of people maybe I didn't get a Wii U have The switch now, right? They're playing Splatoon 2, and uh, I'm you know, new newbies whooping their ass, so um, but it's fun, I like it a lot. It's I'm kind of hooked on it again, uh, which is nice because I really enjoyed the first one. It just kind of like I talked about, like going back into it after you take a little bit of a break, uh, is it's difficult to do. Um, and one of the other modes I uh, I um, I played is a new one, uh, Stamina Run. Um, I played, I think six or seven games of that and that is really really good. Uh-huh. I like that mode a lot. So there it's it's fun, it's quick, it's it's perfect for the switch. Like for a hand if you're doing handheld and you're just doing like local play or doing online play or you're on a bus doing whatever. Um it is a perfect game mode. So it's only like there's three waves. Each wave I think is like a hundred seconds.
1: Yeah. Um
0: and so kind of the thing is it's it's kinda of like a like a mini horde mode where just a bunch of the Octo things, where well, I can't remember what it's called, uh, with the octopus things, you have to defeat them. And then there's different types of them there's small ones, bigger ones, and then there's also like boss ones they have to fight. And where we, de- you only defeat these, there's eight different bosses that you face, and each one has different, does different things, and there's different ways to defeat them. There's pretty cool ones. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you kill one of them, they drop these eggs. And what you do is every round is you have to get uh, X amount of eggs in 100 seconds. And I think the first round is like three, the second round is four, and then the third round is six. And every time they kill one, they drop three eggs. So doing a four player, you grab those eggs and then you got to get, uh, if you get hit or you die, you drop it. Um, and then the octopus things, if they grab it, they can take it back and then you lose that egg uh, and you got to take them, you gotta, once you grab the egg, you got to take it back to a basket, put it in the basket. And uh, I've done, like I said, six or seven modes uh, six or six, seven times I played it and every single time we won fairly easily. Um, <laughs> And also on top of the, you to survive. So even if like, so even if you got all three eggs in the first twenty seconds, you still got to survive uh, the rest of that hundred second round. Oh. And the wow. third round gets pretty crazy, where like you're facing two or three of these bosses at a, at a time. Uh. So as long as you're smart, um, you know, you stick together. It's definitely a, a, a mode where it gets where it gets hectic and kind of the downside. I guess sometimes without having voice chat is. Um, people just kind of go off their own. There's no real uh, strategy. There is like press up to say this way, or you can call people over or call for help when you get killed, um, where they can revive you. Not killed, but uh, incapacitated, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they can revive you. Um, so there's ways to communicate. And I, for the most part, it's worked pretty well. Uh, but there's definitely times where it's like, what the fuck are you? Why are you over there? What are you doing? <laughs> like, But uh, it's cool. I, it, I, I have a lot of fun with that. And it. I looked at the schedule and it's like it go. It's like from my time, it's like eleven or it's oh, it was a one a.m. to like eleven p.m. or something like that. So from eleven p.m. to one a.m., it's the, it, it it's shut down. Um, at least according to the schedule. So, oh, that's
1: kind of ridiculous. You know? Yeah. It's like, but it, it, yeah.
0: yeah, but I guess if they it, there's a time of the day to be shut down, it's maybe one of the best times. Uh, but it looks like it's going on all weekend and for the first, like, at least the first week, looking at the schedule. I don't know. There's not showing any downtimes, but I think it's like the 25th. It's pretty much up all the time. Uh, I hope it stays up. I really hope that's the thing that sticks around because that is a lot of fun to do. And it's a way you can actually earn like tickets and stuff uh, playing through the mode and you can use that to get like bonuses. So you can like use these tickets and you can get, when you play online, you can earn double XP or double cash earned. because yeah. whatever, whatever points you earn in the game, you get that in cash and you can buy more gear. Um, which... Uh, yeah, you know, we've talked about my problems with kind of the, the, the what Nintendo doing with the game, with the, uh, at length about the whole uh, rotation of the maps uh, and uh, the the gear kind of like only being available at certain times, and the fact that certain power ups are tied to uh, the gear. Yeah. I kind of wish I, I wish there was a way to be a little more customizable with it, like let me like pick my gear and pick the power ups for it. You know, like let me build my character because uh, i feel like a lot of times i'm just like i have a, a, a goopy looking character uh which i know it's it's platoon it's whatever but it's like i kind of wish like i see some cool stuff I'm like oh cool that looks really cool i want to have that yeah but it's like i look at the, I look at the power-ups for it, I'm like oh fuck that i don't know, I don't want that i got like i got better power better power ups for my other my other gear so oh that's, it means... that's
1: sort of like a a negative thing and stuff like that you're checking like other people's like uh weapon sets like while walking around like well, just going to the okay. store and
0: seeing what's available oh, okay, is what I'm doing. Okay, okay, and okay. I'm just looking at the power-ups that come with it, and it just kind of sucks. And they're like, you can get it, but it's all randomized. You can unlock more power-ups for your uh, your gear. But, I mean, it, it's a lot of it, just small nitpick, uh, nitpicks, like the online uh, mode, turf, uh, The uh, there's nine maps. Four of them are maps from the, the previous platoon game. Right. Uh, but they picked some good ones, I think. Uh, but it's still like half your content on this for the online portion is old content um it really it's really more splatoon 1.5 they added um a few new maps uh salmon run and then you got a new story mode which is you know i like it a lot but it's definitely like i'm not complaining about the purchase at all 60 bucks i'm i'm, I'm gonna enjoy the hell of this i mean you get my money's worth out of it um but if you're somebody that like that didn't really care for splatoon 1 so much but there's not really much like not a lot has changed uh, in Splatoon 2 to I, I think where people are like I'm going to give it a try I'm going to give it a second sh- a second chance uh, I'd say if you didn't like it the first time around probably ain't going to like it the second time around uh, and that um, it's one of our topics but uh, this the, the online the Switch online app is now available came out on like Thursday night or something and that thing is bare bones as hell uh, I've heard people oh uh, shit yeah so people like I, I, I'm just reading on Twitter people are like they try using the voice chat on it and it's pain in the ass where you have to have the, the, the app has to be the main app open. You can't like have, you can't be doing voice chat. And then like, I'm going to open up Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or do like someone's calling me or something like, I guess that would matter. But, uh, like, so I got a message. I got a text message. I want to look at my text messages. Oh, well, I can't do that unless I want to like disconnect the voice, the voice chat. Um, and if like, you know, after 45 seconds, your phone goes to sleep mode or whatever, like it'll shut off voice chat. Uh, so people have a lot of problems with that. So a lot of people are just using Discord or Skype or just plain, plain common calling. sense. Yeah. Or they're just plain <laughs> actually just calling people on, the, on their cell phone and doing a, like a, a three-way call or something or whatever. Um, so it, that does seem to be – I haven't tried it yet, but people are not loving it too much. The one cool thing about it so far with it is I like the stat tracking um, element for Splatoon. It'll show you your stats for the last fifty game, uh, last fifty battles you've done, and also you can um, order uh, gear on there. So like, and I, so far I've noticed every time I look at it, the gear on the app is better than what's actually in the story in the game. Uh, so what you can do is like, uh, you can go in there like, oh cool, I want I want to buy this shoes, or this headband or whatever, buy it. When you go, you order it, and then when you start the game up the next time you go, talk to this guy named Merch. And uh you just get your, you just grab you get your order uh, which is really cool. Um, so it's I like the fact that it's like because uh, I think it switches every I don't know if it's like every I don't know the time it's like either like 6, 12 or uh, once a day or something like that like the gear uh, in the stores uh, swaps out. So it's kind of cool like you can go you don't have to worry about so much miss. you're gonna miss stuff in the game, but you can at least got a chance if you're at work or you're not available and you're not gonna be able to use your switch. Um, or at least do online portion on Switch. Uh, there is a way you can at least get something and look at the new stuff. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. If you like Splatoon, you'll love this game. And if you've um, if you missed out on the Wii U, uh, or at least missed out on Splatoon One, which was not a lot of you. I think it sold like seven million copies. Uh, thirteen Wii U's, uh, thirteen million Wii U sold. Um, so. If you missed out on this game, definitely I'd say check it out. It's a it's a super fun game. It does it's not a huge time commitment. A game, a turf war game is like three minutes. Uh, so you can pop in and pop out, do a quick game. This game is perfect for the Switch. Um if you're doing commuting or whatever, the game the uh, level in single player is a few minutes. Those like I said, the salmon run is ten minutes. Like the law that's the longest stretch probably you'll do of a game. Uh, if you're gonna do a game mode the salmon run, and it's maybe 10 minutes. Really? Um, Only 10 minutes? That's so, not yeah.
1: bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: even think it's that, because there's three, there's three waves, and they're 100 seconds. And then maybe with the, if you include the loading and all that shit, it's maybe 10 minutes. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fun as hell. I, I'm really happy with it. Like, yeah, I heard I was some planes. Uh, the the rotation shit drives me up the fucking wall when salmon run goes away and I'm going to be pissed. Uh, but everything else so far, like, they're they, – it is great. The game part, which is the most important part, is excellent. So, yeah, check that shit out. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll, we'll jump more into the Switch app. Um, have you, I, you you downloaded it, didn't you?
1: Yes, I have downloaded it. As a matter of fact, I'm currently looking at it. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it's basically, when you pop it up, the main screen is Invite invite List and then Splatoon 2. So, nothing else is available on there. Kart 8, ARMS. So, hopefully those are coming down the line uh
1: so yeah just so yeah, yeah go ahead so yeah basically tyler what you're basically has been saying about this the switch app has been mostly accurate to be perfectly honest with you when he means bare bones he means actually bare bones here because <laughs> it's basically you open up the app you sign in with your account and you're presented with this sort of like a two layer like sort of layout here where it's like the top is like is red it's like online and stuff and all of a sudden it has a little blurb it's like how do i invite friends to use voice chat via online lounge it's like all of a sudden, you have the thing on the bottom where it's like game specific services and the only thing listed here is splatoon 2 it's labeled like with a black like sort of overlay and stuff so it's like you have access maybe to go forth and maybe create say a uh room in the game and then try to invite like other Once of your friends through this app but other than that that's it it's basically just a two-way app right here it's nothing like really remotely that interesting you know it's like it's got it's got this little like thing where you can modify the settings like say if you want to go to the nintendo support website or leave feedback or read over like private policies and just the basic stuff that you would normally do with some like random apps and stuff but yeah the thing about this Nintendo switch app it's like man it does not look good at all to be perfectly honest Mm -hmm. with you it's like there's so much to be desired right here what they could have done remotely to maybe improve it other than maybe close not the voice chat like (laughs) if the thing goes in the standby mode because let's be perfectly honest they got to cut that out because that's that is really preposterous to think you have to keep that stupid thing on constantly by tapping a screen every 45 seconds i mean come on yeah
0: yeah and i think that's a big reason why they pushed back the nintendo online uh like paying for it like they knew this thing coming out like if this was if it came out now and it was, they're charging 20 bucks for it right now it'd be if that's a fucking joke for what we got with that that thing. it's yeah that would it,
1: not I, last
0: I, I feel like this is maybe like their beta and maybe they, I feel like they probably should have come out and said like, this thing's in beta. Like they, they kind of came out and said it's it's a fr- it's free for it's a free trial, which kind of makes it seem like this is it. So I hope this isn't it. I hope this is really a beta. But um, if not, this is this is, this is sad. Uh, I hope they do more things with it, like with like uh, they have a little more more like you can go on the Switch. You can when the virtual console comes, you can buy stuff on there. Right. Uh, they they obviously fix the issue where you can't use um. You can't, like, my phone right now, just like, I was looking at the Switch app, and I just put my phone down to talk, and it just went black. So then if I was doing voice chat, if we were talking voice chat on Splatoon 2, it would have just cut me off. Yep. Um, and I guess it drains the shit out of your battery, too, which I'm not too surprised about, but it, it's a feature people have been talking about, is your uh, your battery. You better have that thing on the charger while you're uh, playing Splatoon 2 and voice chat. Um, so I, I'm hoping that that's something that needs to be fixed, because uh, it's just kind of... I understand everybody has their phone, but it's a fucking phone where we, we use we use it for other than we don't want, people don't like to use that just for the one thing. Like I want if I'm on the phone with somebody and somebody sends me a message, I can look at it. I can back out of the phone call to like while still talking to person and check my text messages or check my messages yep. or whatever. Um, or if I'm on hold, pop it on. I'm look at Facebook. Whatever. Kill two minutes while I'm sitting around on hold. Um, so having or like listening to music and then doing something else, listening to a podcast and then scrolling through Twitter, whatever. Uh, so that's something that really needs to be fixed. Um, and also be able to put the thing in sleep mode because that will save you on battery too. Um, if you can at least, at least put, make the screen black, um, where it's not lock it or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a glowing first impression. Uh, Obviously, it only has the one game on it. I hope Mario Kart 8 and arms aren't too far behind, especially Mario Kart 8, when that's a game where you can play up to 11 friends uh, online. Uh, so, but I do like, I said, I like the stat tracking. I think there's a lot of possibilities with it, We're like buying, like buying virtual console games, um, things of that nature. Um, maybe even like it'd be kind of cool if you can play some virtual console games on that app. You know, I know, If I'm paying 20 bucks for it, like if I can play NES or Super NES games on it, uh, yes. which I don't see it happening, but that'd be cool. Yes, so there's, like
1: there's honestly some improvements that do need to be made upon this app when it eventually does release next year. At the current moment, yes, it does feel like it's a beta sort of uh, app to where, okay, this is basically what they're having for how they're going to try to interact and try to get people together upon their service. However, what I feel they need to do to improve other than, say, like, disable the whole feature, like, for, say, if a phone goes into standby mode, is possibly, like you were just saying, Tyler, like, implement some other types of, like, uh, things like, like virtual console or this or that, you know. I mean, it's it's basically kind of up in the air what they will eventually do with it. I mean, I don't think this is going to be the final thing they do with their online service, because, haha. Uh, <laughs> Considering how much of a backlash other fans have been giving this and how bad like their consumer ratings have been for this predominant app. I mean, I checked the Apple Store and it's like 885 reviews for this one app. And there's only two stars for this darn thing. So that does not look good upon the mm-hmm. public issue. The public uh, perception of the Nintendo Switch's online stuff if they can't support a basic feature like voice chat you know
0: yeah which is the key thing for this app so is why everybody's downloading it um but yeah i mean i think i think they knew that this thing isn't isn't ready um and that they if they if they came out and tried to charge them 20 bucks for us that uh right now it people it would you would turned a lot of people off and right now nintendo has, has a lot of goodwill yes um and i think uh don't ruin that shit <laughs> for a quick cash in This is their only Um,
1: step back they've had since releasing this switch, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is the worst thing they've done in the last six months, nine months. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it sucks now, but hopefully down the line, I I hope this isn't it. I hope there's a lot of big things coming. There's a lot of things they need to do and there's a lot of things, a lot of things I hope they do. So, um, yeah, well, I guess time will tell, but, uh, it will be interesting to see what they do with this thing. It's uh, I'm not going to delete it. It's free to download. Um, So, I mean, I guess if you have a Switch or you have Splatoon, if you have Splatoon Two, at least download it, try it out, maybe. Um, But yeah, it's nothing to write home about. But um, moving on, this one's pretty exciting to me, at least. Uh, So, Telltale had like almost like a direct kind of thing. I don't really know what the hell you want to call it, but um, they announced three new projects that they are doing. Um, one is uh, uh, Wolf Among Us season two is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game I think initially came out like I think it finished up in like 2012 or 13. Uh, they're finally giving getting the second season. Um, that's coming out sometime in 2018. Uh, I think I think the rumor is like early 2018, and then uh, I, I still finished the first season. I own it on PS4. I just haven't finished it. Um, and then the other two, which I am super excited about, uh. Walking Dead, the final season. So season four um, is coming out, and I think the, I think they said I think the rumor is late 2018 for that one. Um, and this, like I said, final season. Um, you're going to play as Clementine. Spoiler alert: um, she's still alive after season three. And so that's going to be it. I'm really excited for that because I, I, as much as I loved, I, I really liked Final Frontier, um, not final frontier, new frontier um, season three. Uh, it, I wanted to play as Clementine the entire time. It was like a tease, like. It was Javier. I really liked Javier. I liked new characters. I liked all that. But uh, it's like, all I want to do is play as Clementine. Clementine. That, that's my story in this game is the story of Clementine. Uh, and it was just kind of weird. Like there's this two-year gap. They kind of sort of explain some stuff that happened in the middle of it. Um, but they kind of like, did, there's a lot of shit that we don't really know, know what happened. Um, so I'm excited for that. And then also, uh, this one's coming on August 8th, so super soon. Uh, Batman, um, fuck. What is it called? I'm gonna look it up real quick. But there's uh, Batman season two uh, is coming. Uh, like I said, August eighth on uh, everything. Um, fuck, what is it? Well, I'm sorry, The Enemy Within. So, yeah, I'm that one shocked me because uh, I think the season just ended. Uh, the first season just ended in December. Um, so fairly really quick turnaround. Oh eight yeah. Months when you when you consider, I think there was a four year gap or th- at least a three or four year gap. Between Walking Dead season 2 and 3. And then you're looking at a 4 or 5 year gap. In between Wolf Among Us seasons. And then you look at other games like Game of Thrones. That was like 3 years ago. Tales of Borderland was 3 years ago. Uh, and we haven't even heard anything about a new season. But this one's going to... The main villain in this one. And the teaser trailer we got. Is going to be uh, Joker. And then I think they, they're teasing a little bit. Of maybe the Riddler. So. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that game last year. Uh, It was one of my favorite games of last year. It's just the Telltale engine was the the big thing that held that game back for me. Uh, But where are you at? I mean, I know you've played uh, some of them, but uh, I'm just wondering if if any of these things are kind of you're excited about.
1: I'm definitely thinking about potentially like uh, trying out some new Telltale games. To be perfectly honest with you, I've only went through like uh tales from the borderlands which i cool. thought was an excellent telltale game i'm yeah, excited i'm excited to see like uh the walking dead that's going to be like wrapping up with its final season coming out late 2018 i mean that definitely gives enough time for somebody to say if they haven't uh, delved into the series too much or something like that to go finish up the couple of games that are available currently like the first three seasons and stuff i'm really surprised with the batman stuff because like you said tyler we just got the finish up of season one last like december and they've already announced plans for another season (laughs) yeah so that's a quick turnaround for them
0: yeah i'm i'm all on board you know we've we've talked about telltale a lot i pitched a lot and i've gushed a lot about telltale um throughout the history of this podcast but um yeah uh they they have been definitely killing it lately um I think uh, they've kind of found their groove again. Well, there's a, there's a rough patch there for a little while, uh, with some of their stuff. Um, just like looking, you know, uh, Game of Thrones kind of a lot of people want eh, with that one. Um, but they same time they've knocked it out, um, out of the park. I think the last few Tales of the Borland, Batman, uh, Walking Dead, and then also um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was uh, so far only the first few episodes are out. Uh, I think episode 3 comes out in late August 22nd, I want to say. Fuck. Same day as Uncharted. God damn it. Uh, um, <laughs> fuck me, man. Everything comes out in late August. It's bullshit. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, so so far, that's been really good. Um, I've enjoyed that one. Uh, so it feels like they have definitely got their groove back, um, which is great uh, for me anyways as a lover of Telltale. And I just got to figure out a way to fix that engine or um right now because you know the thing I've, I've said before is like when I, when, the, when the episode comes out you really want to the episode really doesn't come out for like two weeks after that because that's when it's actually playable right um when you, the game won't crash on you and you won't deal with invisible people with just teeth um which is super fucking creepy um but yeah i'm really excited about that uh cannot wait and i think a lot of people are excited for that too especially because wolf among us i think is one of people a lot of people's favorite telltale one Um uh, that's the only one I haven't beat since. Uh, other than the Minecraft shit that's doing when I haven't, haven't finished or um, played. Um, but last up, uh, Doom. One of our best. I think it was like one or two uh, for our overall game of the year last year. It was. Yeah. I can't remember. I think I'm sure four was number one. I think Doom was two. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> Doom. They had a season pass. Came out with the game last year. I think it was 40 bucks. Um they are actually releasing it. Um, all the Doom DLC is going to be fr- is now free. They had a they did an update uh, update I think came out earlier this week. Um, so there was three map pack. I think the third map pack just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, but they uh, I think they raised the level cap. They uh, changed some things around with some like power up stuff you got to at the game. I didn't play enough. Uh, I played it so long ago. I don't really remember a lot of the some of the inside baseball shit. Oh yeah. But there was. Um, Excuse me. There was nine maps released uh, in in these season pass. Uh, a bunch of new guns, uh, some new uh, um, like uh, enemies. You can like you can basically like find this one thing in the in the remember in uh, in the online mode, and you can turn into like one of the the main bad guys from the game, uh, one of the demons, and then uh, a couple other things they they were uh, they were released in the season pass too. So. I think this is kind of cool. I mean, it's easy for me to say as somebody that didn't that hasn't played hasn't played the online mode in well over a year. It's probably I think like the first couple weeks it was out. I remember, uh, I think you might have been there, and I think I know Justin and I played a few games online. I think I played a few games with Jake too back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, super cool. It's, I think there's a there's a free weekend going on right now with Xbox and PC. Actually, probably looking at the looks like by the time you're gonna, this comes out, it's already over. But next weekend um for ps4 i think the 27th to the 30th um they're gonna do a free weekend for ps4 and right now it's it's super cheap on sale it's like 15 bucks on xbox and uh pc and i imagine it'll probably be on sale sometime next week for ps4 oh yeah so um and you can probably find it for 20 bucks or so uh like brick and mortar stores yes you can but yeah yeah uh the only way I remember playing it was actually fairly good. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, just not a lot of people. Just not wasn't people to play it with, really. At least people I you know I want to play with. Uh, but if you're looking for a kind of a quake like fast um, kind of game, of just you want to like the campaign, uh, then you're gonna I think you're really enjoying hooked on to it. And I think it's kind of smart. I, I think more games should probably could could probably learn from this, especially the way we're going now. Season passes are going away. And it's more like, here's a lot of shit at the beginning, and they were going to give you free characters and new maps. Like, Overwatch, I think, kind of changed the game on that. And no uh, last year, I think, was like the first first big one, where like when they said no season pass. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. And it's like, we're just going to give you free shit. I know Splatoon did it before, um, and um, a couple other games I probably did it before that, too. But uh, I think it's smart, especially, like, and it's something I've talked about for a long time now is... Uh, the days of like where everybody owns Call of Duty is long gone. Like that was the one game everybody had in common. So that's a game that everybody. A lot of people played it just because that was the one game you can play with all. Like, like there's six of you in a party chat. It's Like, all right, well, three of us have this game, but everybody has Black Ops, so we're gonna play Black Ops. <laughs> um, so I mean, the, those days for the most part are over. Like outside, like the reason like we play so much Rocket League, uh, and we, Rocket League's is a great game. We all like Rocket League, but we oh, play no a lot because. Everybody on PS4 has that game, you know? Yeah. Like it's the one game in common that we do have, and that's because we all got it for free. Um, so I think this is a good way to keep... Because you're, you're, segregating, you're, you're segregating the audience now because a lot of people want to play the new maps or you're breaking that part off. Uh, so I think going away from that season pass thing is really cool. It's good for gamers because now we're not shelling out another 30, 40, 50 bucks on top of our 60-hour purchase. Um, but you're adding... Uh, if you keep this those keep keep them coming, you could probably do it more often instead of doing like three packs where it's like here's four maps three times a year, um, three different times a year. Like here's a map this month, here's a gun this month, here's a gun and a map or whatever you know. Like you can keep this game relevant uh, for the long stretches of the time. Like they talked about with like Splatoon, like Splatoon two, we're gonna we're gonna give you free maps, free guns, all this stuff for a year um overwatch just we just got a new character in overwatch Yeah, uh, doomfist, doomfist is um, that game's been out for over a year now yes uh so i think this is a i hope more games that have been out for a little while do this especially a game like doom where they probably don't have a big player base to begin with and on top of that like like i just said you're you're breaking up that audience by having a season pass and then not, i'm sure a lot of people probably bought season pass because it's all multiplayer um so i think it's a good way to bring them all together and i can understand if you bought this in the past, maybe you're a little upset and they didn't really they didn't give you anything to kind of uh pay you back for that in a way uh but i think in the long run it's probably the best thing for that game uh and i think i hope more game like timefall 2 didn't have one either and i think battle uh star wars battlefront 2 ain't gonna have one that's EA. Fucking EA loves money. Like, they'll, they do everything they can to nickel and dime people. But now they kind of
1: realize that doing the season pass now, if, say, you're going to be putting out your game and stuff like that, they probably have already exhausted the game developers, including major big old developers, let's say, like, publishers like EA and Ubisoft. If they're doing, like, season passes or something like that, they probably have realized that they have probably exhausted it. (laughs) Yeah. So they're probably just taking the page from Blizzard's book and they're just putting out a lot of content for, like, uh, a lot of the content will be free unless it's something incredibly major.
0: Yeah, and and they definitely found ways, like, uh, Battlefield 4 has season pass and had, like, you can buy loot boxes, essentially. And Overwatch has loot boxes, but it's, like, I'm not a big fan of that loot box stuff. uh, Paying paying for it, or, you know, you can earn it in the game, but you can... You can buy, like, costumes and stuff. Yeah. But I'd rather have that than season passes. Like, I'm getting more content, getting new characters, getting new... I'd rather have new characters and maps for free. And then also, if I, if I really want to pay money for these uh, costumes or whatever or stickers or whatever the fuck ever you want, like, you can. But you can still earn it as you play. Um, not saying I'm okay with it, but it's it's the le- this is the lesser of two evils, I guess, in a way. Um so yeah, I mean, I think this is great. I I hope, like I said, I hope season passes are uh, on the way out. Um, I don't know, like Battlefront two will will have the loot box thing going on, which you know, like I said, that's fine uh, comparatively. Um, but yeah, this is awesome. I I am totally on board with this. I, I hope the really the next big one the fall I think is battle actual Battlefield five or whatever the hell the next one's gonna be called and then uh, Battlefield negative one, since they're going backwards maybe. Huh. Um, and then whatever the next Call of Duty is after this year, maybe I think those, are the two, those are like the kings of uh, season passes. So if those two Titans fall, uh, no, no pun there, sorry, and Titan fall. But uh, if those two fall and get rid of the season passes, I think everybody will follow suit. Um, and even the small games will do it too. So, yeah, I think that's cool. Um, if you want... Check out Doom for free. It's free this year. I'm not sure if the single player is free.
1: I think it's the multiplayer. Least
0: maybe it's the multiplayer. But like I said, it's 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 fun. If you can get some friends together, check it out. I think you have a lot of fun with it. But you really should just play Splatoon 2. Um, I said because it's better. Uh, multiplayer wise. But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for the show this week, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, we're in that Summer Doldrum stuff. We're like... We're lucky games are. I'd rather, there's games coming out, which is amazing in itself. But there's not yep. a lot of news. But rather have games to play and nothing to talk about than a bunch to talk about and nothing to play. Um, so yeah, fucking Pyre is coming out fucking next week. That's crazy to me. That's insane. <laughs> Shit is happening, guys. There's like no dead zones anymore in gaming, at least this year. Um, our so dead buddy, zone
1: is already over.
0: Yeah, our our dead zone was like what well, was like two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, we we're like. <laughs> like hey guys nothing's happening for like two the first two weeks of july because it's fourth of july we don't shit but as soon as that's over late july here's everything else so yeah and then fucking a couple weeks we got a bunch of god damn man
1: it's like we go from we go from like maybe three months or something like that of dead zone and all of a sudden now 2017 it's like two weeks
0: yeah yeah (laughs) fucking crazy man uh we used to remember, remember we used to bitch in the summertime recording the podcast because there's nothing to talk about, nothing to play. Yeah, it's like someone yeah. released game. remember when the big deal Arkham Knight was released in like mid June, like everybody lost their fucking minds. Like, why are we releasing games during E3? This is insane. And now it's like, fuck, like,
1: man, that, that was like freaking two or three years ago. Yeah,
0: now <laughs> it's like we're getting like eight games now, so we're getting like eight AAA games in fucking June. Yep, it's like, uh, I'm don't get me wrong, I'll take this over the other. But this, we went way too fast, guys. We need to slow our fucking rolls. Slow the shit down. Okay? Too much. I don't have time. I'm going to quit my job. Uh, start fucking working in the parking lot to buy my video games. Uh, you know, I can, I can make 50 bucks in five minutes instead of 50 bucks in three hours at work. Um, but, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group, uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast on there. Or Drunk Nerds, I'm sorry. So join, like, and join us on there. Uh, on tw- on Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. So, uh, follow us on there. Uh, those are the two places to go. Uh, when I always go on those places and update when the podcast comes out. And then also on YouTube, we're Drunk Nerds Podcast. Um, the show goes up on there. Uh, so if you're listening to us on there, subscribe and like, please. Uh, it's a great way for people to see us. And then um, also shows up on iTunes. Um, subscribe to that, please. Also leave us five stars. And write a nice review. I really appreciate it. Um, it's a great way for people to see us. Um, and then last but not least, we're on Twitch at Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, follow us on there uh, so you can see when we're doing streamings and watch our stream. Um, yeah, so check us out in all those places. I would greatly appreciate if you if you would. And also tell a friend we would like that too. Tell your enemies. Tell your neighbor. I don't really care. <laughs> tell your tell, tell just tell everybody. Just have a sign and walk down the street. Uh, next time you drive by abortion clinic and there's people wh- fucking protesting abortions, go over there with like a listen to drunk dashers podcast sign, okay? And have it like make it cool looking. You know, like put flames and
1: shit on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, do but even like, better. Like blaze your blaze this freaking podcast or something in the middle of your workplace. Yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. I like have that them too. listen
1: to my sultry voice inside of their yeah. ear holes within eight hours of the shift. Nine <laughs> months later,
0: every woman at that p- place is going to take time off for maternity paternity leave. Because <laughs> like they, they heard Gable's voice. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening.
1: I was your host. I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. And until next week, everyone, game on, have a good week, and most importantly give yourself some time to just have yourself a good rest Mm -hmm. (laughs) later everyone bye game on garth game on what the hell is the other guy's name wayne Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) oh god we jinxed ourselves again
0: (laughs) good night everyone